Fix. Good evening, team. Welcome back to a jam-packed Sports Fix with me, Ben Cullen. England created history by winning their first major women's tournament in a dramatic Euro 2022 final. They took on old rivals and eight-time champions Germany at Wembley. Substitute Chloe Kelly poked home a loose ball from a corner to send the raucous crowd of 87,192 into a frenzy with 10 minutes of extra time remaining. She waited for confirmation of the goal before taking off her shirt and waving it around her head while being lifted by her teammates in a moment of pure elation. On a monumental day in English football history, Serena Wiegmann's side showed that they were equal to anything a strong and physical Germany team threw at them. The final score was 2-1 to England. The first part of the Formula One season ended with a gripping race in Hungary. The race both summed up the championship so far and effectively ended it as a competition as well. Max Verstappen took his eighth win in 13 races this year with an inspired drive from 10th on the grid. It was the 28th victory of the Red Bull driver's career and it might have well been the best. His team boss Christian Horner acknowledged it was right up there. Verstappen's drive combined caution, control, aggression, mature race management and pure pace into a performance that simply overwhelmed his rivals. Albeit with a large helping hand from a Ferrari team who yet again seemed to shoot themselves in the foot. How many times have we said this? Verstappen picked up 25 points in first, Hamilton in second with 19 points and George Russell in third with 15 points. We have been treated with so much track and field recently with the World Championship a few weeks ago and now we're into the Commonwealth Games. The flying Jamaican Elaine Thompson-Harris showed her experience as she added Commonwealth 100m gold to her collection in a time of 10.95 seconds. The five-time Olympic champion was clean away and immediately up on England's Daryl Nita outside her. Nita, who ran a personal best of 10.90 in the semi-finals, could not make up the deficit and she ended up with bronze. Ferdinand Omanyala, who only converted to sprinting from rugby in his late teens, came home in 10.02 seconds to add the Commonwealth crown to his African title he claimed in June. We're now delighted to be joined by Alex Allen once again. He'll be rounding up Hong Kong men's rugby recent tour of Korea and Australia. He joins us via Zoom. The national team just went to Korea and then you moved on to Australia. For people that perhaps don't know what's been happening, why don't you just give a quick summary of, of your tour and, and, and the significance of it? Yeah, so uh, the first game was against Korea and that was for the uh, Asian Rugby Championship. And with the winner of that going on to play Tonga for a spot of the World Cup next year in France. So, yeah, it was two two massive games, a lot of riding on both games. You know, this this squad, it was sort of players at the minute, a lot of them are playing overseas, a lot of them are playing in Hong Kong. And, and with the, the restrictions, it was uh, a lot of this... The lockdown meant that we couldn't didn't have the full preparation. So uh, we're coming in a in a in a intense sort of training block to get here that at times we didn't think was going to go ahead, and everyone just dug in, really got on. It was a really good group of guys to work with, and we, we got to Korea and we got the the overseas players. Uh, they joined us once we got to Korea, and everyone just bought in. Everyone just got on with it, and no matter what the tour threw at us, and it threw threw quite a few challenges at us, but everyone. Everyone dug deep and um, 
fortunately, Gregor McNeish in that final minute managed to get us that win against uh, against Korea and get us on that plane to to Australia to um, to play Tonga. So now that was a that was a special moment for you know for for him and I think everyone involved. And then yeah, once we got to Tonga, uh, yeah, they're a, they're a powerful rugby nation. A lot of a lot of big guys. Um, I think they're they're pretty much all professional players, um, and a lot of our team they're work in finance, the work as PTs and they've all got they've all got a lot of jobs. So our, our players sacrificed a lot to to go on this tour and put themselves forward for selection. Um and, and they did themselves all proud against, you know, a a really good, powerful team that have a lot of experience and some of the best players in the world through their ranks. So, you know, that although although we lost, it was a very good game. Um and now we now we head to the repercharge in November. Massive, yeah. It was um, it was certainly an exciting first match. I just want to touch on that for for a little more context. You you guys were were a couple of points down as as the eighty minutes was up, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was very close. Unfortunately, our winger he'd he'd taken an early red card, and I think it's now been classed as the um, the fastest international red card. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but. You know, it was just one of those unfortunate things. Unfortunately, he just got a tackle wrong, um, and you know, he's he's a good he's a good guy, and he, he was the first one to put his hands up and apologise to the team, and that that's part and parcel of of rugby. And unfortunately, he he took he took that one, and um, so we were we started off really well. Uh, after that, um, we, you know, first twenty minutes we were playing some really good rugby, but then obviously down to sort of. 14 players that that starts to take effect and and um, we start to burn out a bit into sort of that you know the first 20 minutes after half time I think especially Costas and and then they took the lead um, and sort of yeah three four minutes to go and we were we were a few couple of points behind and we were desperate for that for those you know a penalty or a try or something that would just get us across that line and, and get us on that plane to Australia so uh, yeah fortunately. Um, yeah, a few a few good lineouts, um, a few penalties. We managed to work our way up, up the pitch and build some really good momentum. And then, calm as anything, Greg Manish steps up and and splits the splits the uprights. Very good, very good. What a legend! So you've 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 then taken on Tonga, who, as you touched, you know, mentioned, are, are a powerful rugby nation. You scored a couple of really good tries, right? You must have been proud of them as as a squad. Yeah, and, and you know we we went down quite a few points at one point, and you know it's testament to the team that you know they never shied away from from the uh, collision or the contact of the opposition. You know they they stood up to them, and and it was it was really really good to see that you know they they kept chucking chucking the ball around, they kept on uh, you know having a crack and and didn't didn't shy away from anything. So you know we're really proud of the way the attitude the players had, um, you know, and fa- faced up to them and. And you know, didn't didn't take a backward step, you know, uh, metaphorically, you know, might yeah. have run over a few times, but every time they just stood back up and, and sort of brushed it off and laughed and and, and went again. So no, it was, it was good to see. Yeah, that's awesome. With regards to, you know, the the stadium, there was what was it? It was ten thousand seater stadium. The boys have not really played much rugby because of COVID and whatnot. Do you have any idea how many people were there? Or is it nice to have a bit of a crowd? Yeah, no, the crowd. I'm not actually sure how many people were there, but it was it was very uh, yeah. There was there's a lot of people there, and it was a really good atmosphere. You know, the Tongan crowd. There was it was classed as a home game for Tonga. Um, they'd actually chosen to be in Australia, and um, 
they had a lot of a lot of people that travelled to the game and they had a really good atmosphere, that sort of carnival atmosphere. Yeah. Testament to them, they they got they got behind both teams to be fair and um you know, it, it really made a difference and, and you know as you can imagine, you know, Tongans are one proud rugby nation and, and they just want to see good rugby as well. So it's, sure. it was it was good to see from them. Good man. All right, let's let's look ahead to November. Give us a rundown of, of what's involved. Yeah, so we've got three games against uh, the US, Kenya and Portugal. So this is the sort of last chance for uh, us four teams to, to get to the World Cup. So, yeah, we'll be, yeah, we're still looking around the sort of the logistics of it all and, and that'll probably come clear over the next next few weeks. Um, and so, so, yeah, into the into the season first. So uh, everyone will get, go back to their clubs, to Hong Kong Scottish, to football clubs, to Valleys, to Kowloon and Tigers and Sandy Bay. So we'll be competing there for a few weeks pre-season, then into into a, a run of games uh, in, in the lead-up. And then, and then we'll all come back together again as an international team and put, put those club rivalries aside again and, yeah, and, and see where we get to. Obviously, there's only one goes through, so um, crucial that we... You know, we start off well. Uh, we're not too sure, I don't think, who we have first, but um, you know, it's, it's crucial that we win all those three games and, and get ourselves to to that to that uh, World Cup. Alex, thank you for joining us today. Congratulations on a great tour. The boys have not played for 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 so long as an international team, as well as even even locally in the domestic competition. So I think everyone, you know, as a nation, is super proud of what the guys did, and and everyone is is behind you guys for November and, and it would be quite incredible to see Hong Kong at the World Cup against the big boys um, so good luck with uh, with that and also your preparation for Hong Kong Scottish moving into the new season and, and fingers crossed we have a good run for, for all of that perfect cheers man appreciate thanks that. for joining cheers fella Hong Kong are you ready this is the hottest ticket in the world right now the two rugby powerhouses go head to head this weekend Neither team had recent home games that they were proud of. So I imagine it'll be a fiery one. South Africa versus New Zealand is my hottest ticket in the world this week. Have a cracking weekend and I'll see you for more sport next Friday.